but it's Thursday. Yeah. One half of me is like, oh, just get, you know, like you said, get over it, move on, just get on with it. The other half of me is like, your body's clearly telling you something. Yeah, this is true. I would rather just be resting, but, you know. I agree. Not in terms I, of, I instead of doing this, but instead of, like, you know, working. I I agree with that, though. Like, I, I think resting is a fair thing to do, but I get critiqued about doing it all the time. Yeah. So. So, yeah. But I don't know. How did, uh... I know we'll come on to it as a topic, but how, did, how was your weekend? Um... Pretty good actually. Got a lot done. You know, the usual. <laughs> Another day at the office. Another day at the, day office, at the office, exactly. Ah, uh, I've forgotten the Marvel cards again. Yeah. I can't remember if I texted Jay, but I solved the video issue. Oh, you did. So, we're all okay. good. We good are stuff. all good. good which is good. That's good news. Um, I still haven't figured out my lighting and stuff, but who really wants to see me anyway? What were Loki's last words to Thanos in Avengers Uh, Infinity War? I almost don't want to give you the. Yeah. I feel like you know it. Well, no, go on, because I I don't know. Uh, It's been difficult the last couple of times. A, you won't win this. B, they will stop you. C, this isn't over. Or D, you will never be a god. Oh Jesus! It's like one of the three. It's probably it's probably C. Whatever the third option was. This isn't over. Uh, okay, what was the first two? <laughs> you won't win this, or they will stop you. It's probably one of those two. Which one? Uh, first one. Nope. It's you will never be a god. Ah, uh, fair enough. Oh yeah, I guess that kind of yeah, that actually kind of sounds pretty cool because technically Loki and Thor are gods, but yeah. Okay, I like that. That's a good one. There we go. Hmm. Uh, not to rush things too much, Jay, but I'm really keen to hear what you've got to say about BDSP. Yeah. So diamond shining pearl, huh? Yeah. The okay. acronym is, is. I'm getting more used to it. Yeah, so you got the game a day early. You got the you got the game early, a day early from Amazon, which I think was the first time that's happened to me in years. Because obviously I don't buy a lot of physical stuff, right? And I guess technically, if there's like games where you buy like a special edition, you get to play a couple days early. I might have had that happen once or twice, but this just this definitely feels different. Getting it physical a day early is different because it's very unusual. Usually they don't let you have that, you know. But I think Amazon were probably like just wanting to get stuff moved out of the way, so they were like, "Yeah, screw it." It's only like you know, yeah, I wonder whether like, I wonder where a day early is like normal for them for games. I don't, Maybe. I don't know. I've never ordered. I don't know. Yeah, it's very odd. Maybe it was just like spur of the moment. So you yeah. took like a photo, sent it across, and it looked pretty cool. Were you pretty excited? Oh, okay. Sorry, we probably should have said Jay's feeling a bit ill this week. Yes. Um, he's been basically locked inside for two years he's now out and working but you got really ill from your first jab didn't you i did and then 
Um, since but apart from that, you haven't really been ill. Have not so been I imagine Ill. this cold might last a, 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 a little bit. We'll see. I um, I definitely don't feel as bad as I thought I would. There we go. So yeah. Do you sound good. worse than you are, or do you think? Yes, you I sound... yes, I sound a lot worse than I am. Oh, okay. All right. Cool. We'll go with that. Um. So, so yeah. So there you go. And uh, yeah. I'm tired. So. <laughs> So yeah, Jay, uh, you sent a little pic. It looked pretty cool. I assume you were pretty excited when it came. I was, yeah. Um, and you've been playing Shining Pearl. I have, right? yes, I have them both. So what I did is I bought the jewel pack. I was a bit annoyed because I wanted to get the uh, like the special cases, but they were out of stock, so I only had to get the the sort of normal cases. But I'm not too fussed about the cases because they they still look pretty cool. As they are, I care more about the actual game than I do the cases, but they do look awesome. I'm gonna be honest with you, bro. Look. I think I prefer the old, just complete art style cases. Sure, you know I mean? sure. I know what you mean. Yeah, I really do. I prefer that in general. To be fair, uh, you can buy a like a double pack. Is that normal for Pokemon? Uh, yeah, you can buy both games. They've found that most people tend to buy them both, so that they've just sort of. I think. This time round, they've actually allowed people to buy. Actually, I think it might have been on the last game too, where you could just buy both in like a in like a like a bundle or whatever. Do you save a little bit of money doing that? Or yeah, so I think they had a thing on where they're both fifty pound each, or you could get them both for ninety. That's a lot of money, bro. It is a lot of money, but I still still fairly worth it. Worth it to me. Yeah, fair enough. Because uh, I haven't played Diamond and Pearl since they first came out, and that was like. Oh god, ten years ago maybe, maybe more. Yeah, I think. So. I think more, right? Wasn't it like two thousand six or something crazy? Maybe two thousand seven. Yeah, something like that. Okay. It was a long time ago. And I'm actually, I was really annoyed a few years ago. I wanted to replay Diamond and Pearl before this was even announced, um, but I couldn't find my cartridge, so it's just gone now. But now I can DS? have this, huh? Have you got your DS? Yeah, I got my original one, and I've got a three DS as well. Oh, okay. 3DS XL because I Wait, played uh, previous uh, Pokemon on that. Is there any justific like? Is there any what reason why you'd play it on the 3DS over the standard DS? Like, is there better things? Oh God, to do standard it? DS is just too old. <laughs> what well, 3DS does feel better and control better. It's just newer, so there's just more to it, you know. It's better, better quality, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, sure. Bigger. But I like, think the screen no, like... is bigger for me, so that was like the main thing. I just want a bigger screen. Right. Okay. Okay. And the XL 3DS just had a bigger than like normal, so okay. that's what I went with. Yeah, if you actually buy the dual pack, you also get uh, download codes for Pokeballs in it as well. It tells you right there, download codes, two times a hundred, which is awesome. And also Amazon gives you a free hundred, I think a free hundred. So I got three hundred free Pokeballs just like that, you know. They just standard. No, that's never that's never happened no, no, before. No, the Pokeballs in the game. Yeah, they're just like the normal one. Well, I actually, I I actually have that as a bit of a like a a challenge, is that I tend to only catch Pokemon with the regular Pokeballs, which is a lot harder to do because they're like the least like they're a lot harder to catch with just the regular ones rather than like greater Ultra Balls, right? So sure. But I think Pokeballs like are the best looking ones. So. I don't like yeah, having odd Pokeballs. That. Like I like it when I go heal my Pokemon and they all are like the red and white ones rather than like one yeah. be a red and white, one be yellow and, and yeah. black and then one be like blue and red. Can you transfer them into a normal Pokeball once you've caught them? 
It'd be cool if you could, actually. But no. Yeah, well, Nintendo don't like to do cool things, Jay. So. Yeah. I joke, I joke, I joke. Um, So, tell me all about the game, Jay. Okay. Well, uh, when I first actually had it, I didn't have both games. I only had Diamond at the time. Because I thought that one just looked better, you know. That's all I could afford, really. But uh, so this time round, I started with Pearl to sort of like see if the, you know what the difference is. But um, there's a, you know how well uh, do you remember Diamond by the way? Quite well actually. I'm sort of playing it. I'm like, oh, I recognise most of this stuff. Okay. You know, it is basically just like a, a port, but much better and better graphics and everything. Um. So one of the, the one of the things from the previous. Uh, game I guess or like the old version is there was a you could have ball capsules where uh, when you threw your pokeball there's like effects that come off of your pokeball so they've added that back in which is pretty fun because you can like put stickers that like become effects like around your pokeball and you can have up to I think 12 so you can have two lots of six you know like depending on what pokeball you have in your party or whatever and I found that to be pretty fun so far. Just like whenever your Pokemon comes out, just like it's like a spurt of like electricity or fire or water, or whatever you know. I try to make it so that the effects are like similar to what represent the Pokemon. Sure. So my my starter was Piplup, which later turns into Empoleon, which is a water okay. steel penguin Pokemon. Uh, so yeah, when he pops out, there's just like a bunch of water effects that you know go around and that looks really cool so uh, yeah I'm really enjoying that um, one of the good things about Diamond and Pearl is that it's actually quite a difficult Pokemon game like in comparison to previous ones like they've actually made this even more difficult than what it was before where they've a lot of the trainers a lot of the gym battles in the Elite Four actually have like competitive Pokemon that are used in like actual like like pro play I guess you could say like people who play Pokemon online professionally uh, they tend to have like builds for their Pokemon and a lot of the Pokemon in the sort of gyms and the Elite Four have like pro player Pokemon essentially which has actually been quite difficult sometimes to go up against and I haven't even beat the game yet so I, I you know I've still got a long way to well I'm, I'm a little over halfway I'd say but um, are you enjoying it? Are I'm enjoying it a lot yeah it's sort of like um Pokemon's sort of become less of an exciting thing and more of just a like addiction. Here we go again <laughs> kind of kind of, like like you know like the the GTA San Andreas meme where C, is it CJ is that the main character? Ah, oh, here we go. Yeah, here again. we go again. It's kind of like that sort of thing. But I only really get excited when there's like a new Pokemon game, like one that hasn't been done before, but these have obviously been done before, right? So I'm just sort of like going through the motion, really. Just enjoying it while it's a thing. I actually don't mind the chibi style because we spoke about that before, didn't we? Like it really does. Just like it feels more nostalgic than anything else. Like it just kind of feels like how uh, Leaf Green and Fire Red did, you know, similar sort of thing. But just imagine that, but just in three D. Similar okay. sort of thing. Is it is it pretty by the way? Or? It is kind of yeah. They've they so the people who made this isn't actually Game Freak. They actually okay. hired a different company to put the game together, I think called ILCA or ICLA. Um, and they are known for assisting on other games. 
And I think a couple okay. of a couple of those games are like the Demon's. I think maybe they might have done some stuff on Demon Souls remake. Yeah. I think they also did some stuff on maybe some Final Fantasy games and maybe a Metal Gear Solid game in the past. In terms of the other remakes, yeah. is this the first time Game Freak haven't done one? I think so. Yeah, I think every other time. But because I mean, everyone's speculating that Gen Nine, which is like not Arceus, because Arceus is sort of its own separate thing. Yeah, but like the Pokemon game that's going to be a completely new game. Everyone's speculating it's also going to be set in Italy as well. Because every time they do a new Pokemon generation, it's always based on a country that's in our world, right? So the previous game was set in the United Kingdom and Scotland, which was Sword and Shield. That was the last Pokemon game that came out. And then previous ones have been like Hawaii. Uh, that was Sun and Moon. And then, Jay, was... I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry. What? I'm just curious. I asked whether Game Freak have done another remake, and then you were like, "Yeah, the next one might be based in." Italy. Well, no, <laughs> we moved on from that, didn't we? Oh, okay, got you. Sorry. Okay, that's fair. So in the United UK and Scotland, and then previous to that. Yeah, and then there's another one that's set in France as well, sort of like Paris and like surrounding areas and stuff. So. Okay. Yeah, so ILCA made Pokemon Home, which is kind of like the place so you can transfer all your Pokemon to and from. So let's say you've got like a favourite Pokemon that you've had since Leaf Green. You can then move it from that game and put it in your most recent Pokemon game and use the same Pokemon over and over again. Okay, can I can we pause and can I ask you about this? Um, yeah. So. There was some wire. First thing I got in terms of Pokemon trading, the wireless adapters on Game Boy Advance and Game Boy Advance. I still have those. Okay. Wow. Oh, yeah. wow. That's I can it. see them from here. And I think you could get a wire as well. But anyway. Yeah, I've got that. And then too. I think it was like wireless on the DS. My point is, or my question is, so they have made it so that, yeah, because if you include Leaf green i assume yeah and fire red you can get every single pokemon on one game yeah so every game that comes out do they then have to make what that pokemon will look like in that game if that makes sense um like yeah so across across all the games they have like a universal sprite i guess you could say but i think yes technically they'll have they'll have to have some sort of like animated character animated pokemon for that game yeah but usually if it's a sprite game it'll still have the same sprite essentially because i think when like you used to be able to take pokemon coliseum games into game boy advance and then vice versa so they must have made like 150 (coughs) models for pokemon coliseum that like most of which weren't even used um i don't think coliseum counts in this instance sure. i think it's only just the the uh the ds and uh switch games okay doesn't so can GameCube. you get gba games like from gba to ds and then to ds to so you you can for the most part have like a pokedex which i don't know but i assume is like 900 pokemon at this point god what are we up to or is it way more than that i think it might only be about 700 and something but yeah it's, it's a, yeah, it's a lot of Pokemon, and once we get this new game, it'll probably be closer to to that. Yeah. And each generation is that 150 brand new Pokemon? 
I know what they tend to do is um, they tend to include so in Sword and Shield they'll have like I think 90 new Pokemon and then they'll mix in like another 60 Pokemon that already exist so it'll sort of make up 150 but they'll only have made so many new ones essentially and a lot of those I think also include different variations on the same Pokemon so like there'll be like mega evolutions and then like maybe de evolutions that what didn't exist before you know stuff like that and how does pokemon home fit into this all this trading and yeah well no it's just a um it's just a place to house you know pun intended all your pokemon or some of your pokemon if you want to transfer them across from games basically where where is it on your mobile uh no it's on the switch is it like a or separate app? It's an app, app essentially. Game. Yeah. Right, right, right. Okay. Yeah, there's 898 Pokemon. If you're curious. Okay. So yeah, you were right about 900. Yeah. Oh, mate, it's two off. Ooh. Yeah, pretty good, pretty good. Whatever so there should be close to a thousand up in the next generation. That's going to be pretty insane. And have you? Do you always? Do you bring? Have you got a huge collection of Pokemon that you bring on to the next game every time you get a next game? Or? No, I'd say of, of the 900 that there are, I've probably only caught half. And I've probably seen probably closer to like 700 and something, maybe. There's still quite a few Pokemon I haven't either come across or caught. So. And can you bring them into like these remakes as well? Um, so I think Brilliant Diamond and Shine of Pearl only can have up to 493 types of Pokemon because I think it, it only allows you to have Pokemon from Gen 1 to 4. So you can't have any Pokemon from Gen 5 and over. Because Brilliant, Brilliant Diamond is Gen 4, so you're not allowed Pokemon that exist after that. Only ones that exist before. I see. When they when they make these announcements, is, is that big in the Pokemon community? Like what gens are allowed in the game and stuff? Um. Yeah, I guess it just sort of makes it more fun, like with because they obviously like the base game only has 150 odd of like what the original game was, and then once once in in this instance, once you've seen every single Pokemon at least once, you can then get what's called the national decks, and that allows you to have or allows you to catch every four all 493 Pokemon they are from Gen One to to uh, to four. So yes, so, it is. It's kind of like a lot of people get excited about the fact that you can have that many to choose from. You know, it makes sure. like different run. It makes different playthroughs more fun. So, the way that Pokemon look in this game, yes, they've got to make every single model for all four hundred and fifty of those Pokemon. Gen so one yeah, but a lot game. of those, a lot of them already exist. I'd probably say like four hundred out of those four hundred ninety-three probably already exist in a three D model. So they probably didn't have to do many more, I would say, because okay. most of them already exist in Sword and Shield or uh, in Alpha Ruby or uh, Omega Sapphire, I think is what it's called. And the Omega models Ruby aren't Alpha changing Sapphire. that much between games, then? Yeah, so they're sort of just like up, up, updated versions, I guess, like slightly tweaked to make them look more better graphically, whatever. I guess, yeah, yeah, whatever it might be. Yeah. Okay, and can you then 
like let's say when you get to the Pokemon Trade Center or Pokemon Center or whatever it is, yeah, can you not just bring in like three level one hundred and ninety nine Pokemon for another <laughs> game and just boss that question. game? Uh, technically, no. And you should. I mean, the fact that you've gotten this shows how long it's been since you played a Pokemon game. Yes, um, yes. You can't have a certain level of Pokemon obey you until you've beaten so many gyms. So yes. I think you have to have beaten all eight gyms before you can have anything over level eighty obey you okay i think currently i'm at seven out of eight gyms and i can only have up to level 70 so. got you this yeah. is yeah this is do you not remember that lane. yeah yeah i do been yeah. a while huh but i assume once you've been elite it has i assume once you've been in the elite well sorry you've been in the last gym uh, yeah gym i think you can have anything all... either up to level 80 or over level 80 i always forget which one it is okay i've only actually I actually got was very over leveled in this game uh, about a day or two ago, and my my uh, one of my Pokemon didn't obey me a couple of times. I was like, oh, okay, this is interesting. <laughs> oh. They've actually added a new feature uh, where if your Pokemon has been with you long enough and is friendly enough with you, it will always obey you regardless of um, level. what level. And I think it also has a higher chance of getting a crit critical hit. And it also it shows its affection weirdly, like it kind of like does like little motions in the game, or like says certain things, like you know, like like the, the the game tells you what the Pokemon is feeling, kind of thing. It kind of makes it more of like a almost like you know in like the anime of the animated show of Pokemon, like uh, Ash would always talk to Pikachu and his Pokemon. Like it kind of feels like that. It, it feels like your your Pokemon really are like yours, you know. Sure. They've sort of made it a lot more involved like that, which I think is really cool. And you can also have so your Pokemon was... follow you too, which is a, a thing that you used to be able to have, but I, I think it was only in Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. Uh, as really follow fun. you in the, in the overworld? Yeah. Sort of thing, or... You yeah. can pick which one That's you cool. want. It's really cool. <laughs> That's cool. And also the, the size of the Pokemon that follows you is uh, to scale of what the Pokemon actually is in-game. So people have like been mucking around with it. They've been having like really tiny Pokemon, and then they've had Whale Lord behind them, and it's just massive. It's just like, it gets in the way because it's like the biggest Pokemon that exists. So I oh, find that wow. really funny. Yeah, amazing. Love it. I know exactly what Pokemon that is. That that is from Sapphire Ruby, isn't it? Whale Lord, yeah. I think yeah, it is yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Woo. Memory lane. Love we it. should. We should go. We should play those games at some point on the stream. <coughs> Sure, I've still got to keep playing uh, uh, Alpha Sapphire. Actually, I bought it like a year or two ago. I still need to finish. That was my nice questions, Jay. Okay. Uh, my not so nice questions. Everyone, please bear note: I have not played these games. Okay, we are purely going off other videos and stuff. Okay, uh, external consumption. Jay, this game looks awful. Looks like it was made on the PS2. Looks like <laughs> Nintendo have done zero work to the graphics. The gameplay's the same. Oh, Nintendo it's didn't the do anything. Same. Sorry. <laughs> no, don't worry. Keep going. <laughs> oh, um, it's the same game over and over. Yeah. Even some hardcore Pokemon fans I've seen say, "Yeah, it's fine. It's another Pokemon game or remake, and it's not doing much for me." What What are your thoughts? Um. Well, I mean, it's up to them, really, isn't it? You know, whether they want to just play. I mean, a lot of people. I think for me, 
I haven't played Diamond and Pearl in a long time, so it kind of like is a nice refresh for me. Whereas other people might have just had it already and played it more recently, so maybe they aren't that fast. Um, what about the quality of the game, though? Do you do you not see a big difference between yeah like, because this it's remake not and, like, a Spyro remake? You know, you know. Oh, what I mean? sure, sure. I thought you were going to compare maybe this remake to Eevee and Pikachu. Let's go Eevee Pikachu because that was a remake oh, of God. Leaf Green and Fire Red, which I actually didn't play that. Well, I assume they're not very good considering nobody talks about them. No, I think it's actually one of the most beloved uh, Pokemon really? games of recent years. Yeah, really, a lot of people liked it. Yeah, but and I, it was a full I remake like everything included. Well, I don't like, know because I skipped remake. out on it because I hadn't, I hadn't bought a, I hadn't had a reason to buy a Switch yet because Sword and Shield hadn't come out, and I thought I'll wait for that until I buy a Switch. Um, and I didn't actually realize Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee was actually a remake of Leaf Green and Fire Red until like recently, like within a year or so I just had no I just thought they were like new games that were like kids games but apparently they were remakes I just didn't know so I think had I had a Switch and had I known I probably would have got one fair enough but I'm not that fast to go back honestly I think they're like I think Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee is sort of like a worse version almost like a beta version of what this is like it's definitely okay, like so, it tried so hard to, the... to like you know be what Sword and Shield and this are so yeah so going back to the original question then so yeah I'm just giving the Spyro remake just as an example because it was out, you know, three, four years ago, three years ago. And I just want to compare that to something like this, which I can appreciate it's on the Switch. I get that. Limited hardware. But again, I just, I'm not feeling that. Like when these games come out, I kind of look at them and I go, what what have you been doing for like three, four years? That's mainly what I think. Um. Well, I think they've just been trying to make a decent game. Like, it's not. There's nothing wrong with it. There's, you know, it's not like these okay. games that spend three or four years in development and then aren't finished when they come out. Yes, Definitely and Nintendo finished. never. They never do that. Usually, to be fair, their games. No, are Nintendo. Finished. Yeah, they're pretty yeah. good about finishing their games before they release them. You know. That's true. That's so that's true. something. That's at least something we can count on. I think a lot of people worry because a lot of leakers had the game early. Uh, and they had it before day one patch, and the day before the day one patch came out, the game was like in a very early uh, version of what it was. So people were like freaking out because the music wasn't right and certain graphics weren't there and all this kind of stuff. But no, it turned out fine. It's just they did that deliberately so anyone who did have the game early didn't have as good of a uh, experience as people who actually waited for the game to come out. So. I have heard that Nintendo hate video game pirates you know people well it's not pirates it's 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 people who on the inside of nintendo and game freak who give it to people like their family or whatever no just like maybe people who are like uh like notorious or known leakers i guess like they're they're sort of like almost it's almost like a drug deal like there's like the one guy at the top Who's like who's like the inside guy, and then he sort of gives that information to a couple people, and then they give it to another people, and then it kind of spreads out, and we hear, you know, we sort of hear stuff through the grapevine, and then a lot of the rumors tend to be true, you know. So, sure. I think Nintendo is sure. really bad about uh, keeping leaks uh, under wraps because, uh, yeah, they're just there's obviously people who are getting away with it, uh, which is good because I like learning about that kind of stuff. It doesn't really spoil it for me; it just makes it more fun once it comes. So you're enjoying it? Yeah, I'm. So, uh, uh, 
I'm debating on whether I am going to do uh, a second playthrough right away. I think I've got a couple games I kind of want to play first, so I might just finish this playthrough, have fun, uh, and then play some other stuff and come back to it. Maybe sort of as like a cozy thing every so often, you know? Because to me, Pokemon is almost like is like drinking a cup of tea. Like it's just super like relaxing, and I can just sort of jump in and do when it do it whenever I want, you know. So when you say second playthrough, do you mean play through Diamond? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna probably go through Diamond. Yeah, that's the plan. Yeah, it's nice to have a game like that, you know. Yeah, I, I'll definitely be, I'll be playing it for like probably like well, I'll definitely be playing it until Arceus comes out, and I'll be playing that. But then between Arceus and Gen Nine, I'll probably come back to Diamond and Pearl again, you know. Sure. sure. I've got plenty of time to do it. So. A quick one for me, Jay. Yeah. Are you okay if we move on, by the way? Sure. Was there anything else you want to say about it? Uh, just that I'm enjoying how much of a challenge it is, you know? I'm actually enjoying... I think a lot of things that most Pokemon, uh, or at least uh, most vocal Pokemon people online... Is that they they would they kind of want Pokemon to almost have a difficulty setting or at least just be more of a challenge, and this is definitely proven to be a challenge, and I enjoy that a lot. I really like it. I like that you have to think more about battles and stuff rather than just sort of like you know mashing A and hoping that you get through the game. You know. So is it hard? To a degree, yeah. I think it's definitely. I know it's going to get harder from here on out. <laughs> the Elite Four. The Elite Four is probably going to be one of the hardest ones I've ever done. So. Is the original hard? No, so Diamond and Pearl were fairly easy, but then Platinum was like, they made it really difficult in comparison. Okay. Yeah. And that's so kind of what they they've include... done with this. They've sort of included some Platinum things inside of the game. I was just about to ask, yeah, yeah. whether they put those elements in there. There's a few so elements. So there's some Emerald yeah. elements in the Sapphire Ruby remakes then? I don't think there was much of a difference, honestly. I think it was just the fact that Rayquaza was in it. Rayquaza? Yeah, I can't actually remember. I think they didn't do differences between... That third game, when did they start doing differences? I think it might have just been Platinum. That might have been the first time. Then uh, there was Emerald, and what else is there? I can't remember what other game there is, was the third edition. I don't know. Yeah, it might have just been Platinum when they did uh, did that. All right, well. Yeah. Dude, I remember, um, I remember, like, <laughs> rare Pokemon, like, oh, just, yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm doing that's what I'm doing so yeah I just want to say a quick word on something so I had pretty much gotten to a really good place with what games I needed to play I had like two left Uh-oh. and the rest I had on my wish list but I wasn't going to pay for them full price sure no word of a lie Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Like I've never been closer to finishing my game catalogue you know what I mean like ever like when I finished those two games, like I had nothing else to play. Period. Full stop. See, I, I doubt like, I that. There like, must be. Played, there like, must Halo be loads of stuff. But in terms of single player, that was it. That was really that was like if it. I wanted to go back and fully complete all my single player single player games, ones I haven't finished, it'd probably take me about a decade. Just like, the ones so oh, okay. Like pick and choose. You know what I'm sure. saying? You're not talking about everyone like, that I'm, you've I'm ever not... played. <laughs> like I'm, I'm, I'm certain I'll be the ones same, that you know that you're going to enjoy. Correct. Okay. Okay. In that case, I could probably do it in like a year or so. <laughs> <laughs> um. So no word of a lie. I think you, you messaged me. I did. And you were like, 
Nick Miles Morales is on sale. Yeah, 25% so, off. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Here we go. Banger. Also, Jay, obviously that MPD chart came out. They put it on sale anyway. I was like, Jammy Dodger, let's yeah. go. Yeah. So I get it. I'm like, oh, yeah. And then I look at my list. I'm like, oh, shit. Uh, Ratchet and Clank's on offer as well. It I is, but it's still too like, expensive. Well... I feel like you being someone who you are and how much of a fan you are of that, I would if I was you, I'd definitely pay that amount for it, considering that like it's still like twenty quid off or whatever, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's still enough for, for if I was enough of a fan to warrant to want to play it, yeah, hundred percent. But for you, you're thinking more thirty nah. quid, right? I would yeah, I'd rather it be I mean, even that I'd, I mean I'm just not that fast about okay, that like in the minute, so fair enough. And then I look on my Xbox list and I see Life of Strangers on offer. And Guardians of the Galaxy is on offer. And I'm yeah. like, what? That came out two weeks ago. Yeah. So I messaged you. And I know you've already played it. You know, you you, you, you bought it so you could play it on day one. And you've already finished it. Fantastic. Yeah, I'm kind of glad I did. I, ba- I basically paid extra to be able to play it sooner. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Exactly. But I'd, I'd, honestly, if I had the choice, if I knew that if I would just had to wait two or three weeks to pay that less amount of money... I'd still pay full price day one. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. It's worth it. To Fair me. enough. Worth it to me. I was, I was, I was very surprised. Very surprised. Does that mean you're getting say. Guardians then? Maybe I am, Jay. Maybe okay. Am. Maybe you've already got it. Maybe. I have already got it. Uh, I haven't played it. There it is. It. Okay. There it is. I haven't played it. Um. So I might have just ruined my lineup for the next few games I'll talk about, but. You know, just sort of bring up. I mean, the fact that it's Black Black Friday, right? We're just getting most of the like. We're we're sort of like stocking up on our our sort of winter season gaming. You know, like I haven't, I didn't really have many. Like I was thinking about playing Skyrim again. Oh my god! So I kind of had to think, right? Like, and then I looked at the Black Friday sale, and I was like, oh, I've actually got some things I can play now. (laughs) Oh, dude, dude, dude! The the sale. There's sales for video games all the time, but I do find the Black Friday one is ginormous most of the time. There's one games. game I want to get right now, but I don't know if I can warrant it, and it's really annoying me. We'll come on to that. One yeah, sec, we'll one come sec. back to it. But um, I didn't expect all those games to go on, and I just bought them all because I am going to play through them all fairly quickly, and that's my other point, Jay. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much all of them are single-player games that I can finish in, like, 30, a couple days yeah, yeah exactly so, like, me too yeah. that's my dream yeah. like every day during christmas i'll just be like yep tick, yep new game tick, tick that off oh, love, lovely but you'll, um, you'll obviously still enjoy yourself while you're doing it it's not like you're not rushing through it no not at all not at all and um i'm really keen to get started and <laughs> me too oh this is so bad but i'm kind of looking forward to post christmas because i will gen like i, I genuinely won't have like Wonderlands is the next game, and that's it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, me like too. that's it. So, well, what, thing, like game? Arceus is sort of my thing, but that's not till like middle end of January. So I have got a little bit less time to wait than you, but you know, that's true. That's true. Yeah, sure. Um, what's this game that you're thinking? So, about? do you remember I spoke about Tales of Arise? Yeah. And I how I like, didn't like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I sort of thought I literally I thought to myself last night, man, it's cheap enough for me to like buy it right now. And I don't know if that means that just because I have it, I would play it, or and I'd actually enjoy myself. But I'm not. I'm. I'm sort of like I've got till Sunday to decide whether I actually really want it or not. I'm have to look into it a bit more and see. Uh, 
see if it's worth it. I might have to just re-download the demo and play it again. I, don't know. I heard really good things and like good yeah, good a lot. Reviews. It's it sold really really well actually. It sold well over a million copies I think within its first month or two. So cool. Yeah, I mean, it's a good game. It's just like I think at the time maybe I wasn't in the mood. I don't know. Maybe I think like my imagination was like way too big for what I actually wanted from it. You know. So that's that might have been part of the reason. Maybe if I just like lower my expectations, I actually might better enjoy it. I don't know. Always keep them down. Also, I think keep it was because down. like you you start the demo was like you already had all the characters. You already like were a decent level. It kind of just threw you in the deep end of like here you go. But I feel like if you started from the beginning with like virtually nothing and you progressed and you actually felt like you earned it, you might actually feel a bit better about playing it. You know. So that's kind of where I'm at. I'm kind of where like at the point where I feel like. If I actually played it from the beginning and earned it and felt like I earned it, I might actually enjoy it a bit more. So I'm tempted. It's definitely very tempting right now. So I've got a couple of days to decide whether I want to do it or not. So. I think you bring up a valid point. Like you, I find you do have to earn those progress that progression yeah, really in RPGs to, to really feel it. You can you know? be you can definitely be given too much uh, too soon, and it feel like like being overpowered is fun, but. It, it's very specifically, you know, like you kind of have to pick and choose your moments for that stuff. It has to be at the right for moment. Sure. If it's too early, it just kind of makes you feel a bit like, ugh, there's too many, like I'm cheating. Yeah, I feel like yeah, it feels like you've got cheats on. It doesn't feel fun sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Should we move on to the news, mate? Yes, please. Yeah. All right. So first up, Jay. Uh, there was a Reddit post from Idos Montreal, i.e., aka. The makers of Guardians of the Galaxy with some patch notes. And yeah, stuff. I saw this. I'm actually tempted to go back on and check out what the differences are. So it looks like they added a ray tracing mode and lots of different fixes and um, yeah. performance improvements. So That's pretty anything cool. you want to? Yeah, because that was one of my add? criticisms from my when I spoke when we spoke about it on the podcast before was that it definitely felt like even in frame mode or like performance mode or whatever it was. It still felt like the background was making the game sort of like because the background was so detailed, like it kind of made the fact the game feel like it wasn't hitting sixty frames all the time. So I'm kind of hoping that if I went to go play it again, it would feel a bit smoother. I'm kind of hoping that's where we're at. But the fact that they've added ray tracing means that maybe it sort of maybe stays the same because it's like having to work harder for the ray tracing. Right, right. So I don't know. Maybe it's the same. Maybe it's better. I'm hoping it just is a bit is a bit more of a stable sixty or at least like a fifty nine or something. You know. I um I have recently. That'd be good for you. You'll play it first time, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, I, you know, you know what I'm going to say. Like yeah. this is why I don't buy games day one. Um, what I was going to say, Jay, was I've been playing some games recently which have the options of um graphic fidelity, so 4K, 30 yeah. frames basically, yeah, yeah. or performance mode, or performance mode with ray tracing, which is really oh, interesting. Okay. I, and actually, Jay, when I when I see these options, I am thinking to your point. Like, I thought I bought the Series X, so I didn't have to choose. You know what I mean? Yeah. See, I mean, we we spoke about this before about how we kind of expected every game to be at 4K 60, but that's just not that's not where we're at right now. And, <laughs> and ray something tracing, I've got you know, to tell you about the um, definitive edition, Jay. Sorry to interrupt. Definitive um, edition of what? GTA trilogy. Oh, sure, sure. You have to pick performance mode or graphics mode. Oh, okay. 
Jay, it's a PS2 game. I that know. is unbelievable. Yeah, that is kind of bad. I think I'd actually probably pick. Oh, I don't know. I mean, I knew, but I usually just go for the frames. Absolutely, mate. I still haven't tried it yet. I've still got to play it. It's yeah. annoying because the trailer makes the game makes the game look really good, but then when I hear people talk about it and when I actually see gameplay, I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ, rough. It's not terrible in my opinion. I think it's I'll enjoy it. Just I just can't have too much expect uh, expectations, you know. To me, I'm just playing a PS2 game on my Xbox. It's all it really is. Yeah. And it just looks slightly better, you know, it. maybe slightly more cartoony. I don't know. Whatever it might be. So, another great announcement for for you: uh, a brand new fighting game, which Jay, I knew absolutely nothing. Actually, about. I kind of want to add on to this the fact that Riot are releasing a fighting game as well. Okay. So you know who Riot? So let's are? do this one first. Let's do this one first. Okay. Or do you want to do the right one first? Yeah, just it's really quick. So you know who Riot? Okay. Are? Yeah, make us a League of Legends. Right? Yeah, so they're basically doing a League of Legends fighting game. We knew about this years ago, but it's still like in the middle of development, basically. Um, and it, but they showed off uh, some more gameplay, and it looks really good. And it's also a lot of the people who made the Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom game are making this Project L, is what it's called so far. And it's just it looks good, so I'll, you know, I'm probably going to be playing that in the future because I'm, I'm both a massive fan of League of Legends and Marvel vs. Capcom. So it's sort of like a collaboration between the two lush i actually yeah. spoke to my colleague about this jay okay. and i had a big compliment to pay riot because they i think you know they made that showcase a few years ago when they were like we're gonna make this game and yep. this type of game and we're gonna make this animated series yeah which and is now out <laughs> they've literally done all that yeah like with like an amazing like Valorant's out. It's one of the biggest games on Twitch. It's massive, this new yeah. anime thing is like really um, popular. And they've announced that Series Two is in development. Yeah. And like they're killing it. I I said to my mate, I was like, dude, this is what Valve wants to be or should oh, be. Oh yeah, like, yeah. You know 100%. what I mean? Valve, yeah, like really, really wanted to be that, just never really got there. I think they, they were too it early. Look easy. Yeah. 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 They try really hard. I don't think a lot of people actually realise this, but the um, the heads of Riot Games, uh, the brothers, twins, are actually the people who came up with uh, rollback netcode, which is the reason why most fighting games online actually works nowadays. <laughs> Still. Yeah. So they're sort of like, yeah, it's just the fact that that you know that they're like is that how they got money that. to get going? Kind of. Thing. I don't know actually. I don't know the history of it. All I know is that I think they were the guys. So they're going to be including that, so that's good. So yeah, this this WB uh, fighting game is basically like the Nickelodeon one, but with uh, with Warner Brothers characters. So you've got a lot of DC characters. You've got like Tom and Jerry. You've got like uh, Bugs Bunny. You've got like all those sort of like uh, cartoon, uh, classic cartoon characters. But then you've also what's got what's called, mate? What's what called? The game. I think it's called Multiverses. Mul Right, I see. Yeah, because it's not specific. I don't think it's like specifically Warner Brothers, unless Warner Brothers for some reason owns uh, Game of Thrones, because Arya Stark is in this game as like a cartoon character. It's kind of strange. <coughs> they so did make it look really good. It's got all the though. DC characters. No, it's got some well. DC characters. It's got like Harley Quinn, uh, Batman, and uh, Wonder Woman, and Superman as well. Is this like a double A game, like the Nickelodeon game kind of thing? It or? is. Uh, I'd say it's probably slightly above it. Maybe it's like a double A and a half. 
Okay. <laughs> but I think the biggest thing about it is the fact that it's free to play. Oh, right, okay. So it's going to have like skins and like cosmetics that cost. So it's going to have microtransactions. So that, I think they've actually gone with the better model. I think of the cool. two, I think I'm actually probably more likely to continue playing this multiverses game than I am the uh, Nickelodeon one, you know? Because it's free to play, or yeah, because all you got to do is just jump. You don't have to. You don't have to buy skins or anything. All you got to do is just jump in. You know, jump in, jump out. Super nice. Um, yeah, the only other thing I had, annoying thing I had about it is it's, it's including a lot of characters from uh, I think Cartoon Network or like. Uh, something that Warner Brothers is doing with cartoons but a lot of like like Steven Universe and a lot of like more recent cartoons that I just I'm not a fan of that makes sense I've never heard of that mate. yeah exactly they're like they're like oh it's got um, Adventure Time characters in it as well Jake and and the other guy I don't even remember their names but like I get the fact that it has to introduce it has to have characters in it that are for the more recent generation but I'm just not like that makes me not want to play it more you know or at least I just won't bother with those characters you know I'll just play characters that I like oh it's also got Scooby-Doo in it too or it's got Shaggy in it from Scooby-Doo which is really cool that's cool (laughs) so there's going to be like such a wide variety of characters I think that's part of the reason why I am so excited about it because this actually leaked like just after Nickelodeon game came out everyone was like oh my god they've already made like a Warner Brothers which is supposed to be like a better thing because more characters to choose from so yes, I'm excited about it. I definitely will play it, uh, but I don't know if I'll play it that much. I, you know, I'll touch it for a little while. We'll see. I'll dabble. Did but it, it looks good. good. Yeah, I say oh, it probably okay. runs a bit slow. I think one of the biggest things that fighting games uh, that a lot, not a lot of people know about fighting games, is that it, all fighting games are about the feel, and a lot of the time they can feel either really clunky and slow, or sometimes they can feel so quick that it's like disorientating like I think uh, Nickelodeon is actually like slightly too quick just because it is a brawler game this also being a brawler game you'd think it'd be quite quick but from the video it actually looks a lot slower which might help it in the end run but I'd have to let you know about that because I would rather play a brawling game that is maybe slightly slower paced because most fighting games are quite slow paced they're all about the footsies and the neutral game and if you're a fighting game fan you know what I mean Very good. Yeah. That comes from IGN, Matt Perslow. Okay. Uh, next up, Jay. Yeah. Speaking of the definitive edition. Yes. Rockstar finally uh, made a rather specific and seemingly non-apologetic apology. Yeah, I heard something about in this, regards but I don't know to the, the GTA trilogy definitive edition. So uh, what I have to bring this up. I don't really want to read the whole statement. Uh, just summarise it, whatever, yeah. Oh, I'll, yeah, I'll summarise. So, it says, firstly, they apologise to everyone who has encountered issues playing these games. Okay. And then they say the games are special to them, and the updated versions of these games do not launch in a state that meets their own standards of quality and the standards of what the fans expect. Yeah, obviously. I mean, that's the point, right? Rockstar, the makers of Red Dead Redemption 2, arguably, I would say, like, the most polished game ever released, right? And, like, you're saying you didn't know? So, I don't want to get too angry about it. But in my mind, Jay, the only logic, logical answer to this whole issue is that 
perhaps Rockstar are losing a bit of creative freedom following some some leadership changes that happened years ago. Yeah. And that Take Two are taking a bit more of a stance on what they released in terms of the Rockstar name. Because if I know Rockstar, which I think I do, they don't release anything till it's ready, especially if they've developed it themselves. So why bring out this Definitive Edition trilogy when GTA 6 doesn't actually need to come out yet, so there's no rush for that to come out before GTA 6, and nobody else was craving this because, yes, we saw leaks, but they were the ones who shoot the trailer and said it's going to be out in a month. You didn't yeah. need to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't need to do that. So some, something's gone wrong here, and I usually like to blame the publishers because I keep hearing that they're the issue at hand, right? They're the ones going, we want to get this game out. We want to get this game out. But historically, Take-Two have let Rockstar kind of do what they want, I, as far as I'm aware. And GTA Five is still making them, like, God knows how much every month. So, so much, what, again, yeah. what's the need? What's the need to bring this out so soon? Anyway, maybe they are developing all... something, and we just don't know. You know, maybe they've got something that they need to get out, so they just had to rush this thing, push it, and make a little bit of dough in between. Yeah, they don't need to make dough, do they? I don't know. Maybe they do. Maybe they're struggling more than we think because of COVID. You know, nah, maybe no it hit way, them hard. Dude. I don't know. If 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 GTA if the makers of GTA Five are struggling, then no developer is <laughs> ever going. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, but what do you think about this? Have you had a chance to look at the apology at all? No, I haven't. I think the only thing I really heard was that it wasn't much of an apology. That's sort of like about as much as I know. Yeah, I don't like how it comes across. I mean, do don't, they need to apologise? Con- Sorry. Do they need to apologise? I mean, yeah, to a degree, but I feel like. If I mean they, the fact that they probably should have known that this that they would have got this level of backlash, they probably knew that they were going to get it and just were like, "We don't care. We're going to get our money anyway." You know, like they know they were going to get their money. Yeah. You yeah. know, they just, they just, they just, yeah. they probably calculated for the, uh, for the, yes. for the clapback or whatever. You know, yeah, the risk yeah. of it not maybe people not being as happy with it. But aren't they updating it? Aren't they fixing some things? Well, they said they're gonna update it but frankly jay i don't know how you fix a game like this i feel like like they probably should have put this thing into like either early access or beta first yeah just so they could get some of the kinks out you know i this it's too extreme to patch out if you know what i mean oh i I see there's too many i think there's too many issues to just patch out all the issues basically i could be wrong that's probably one of the reasons why cyberpunk struggled because obviously on disc it probably wasn't, you know, nowhere near ready. So being able to patch it out between release and now is going to be a lot harder to do than if it just come out on disc slightly better than it was, you know. Yeah, no, I, I see where you're coming from. And lastly today, from a website I've never heard of comes an interesting stat piece. So the website's okay. called Ampere Analysis Insights, <coughs> and it's from a guy called Piers Harding Rolls. So I think he's, or they are a, t- a type of sort of, you know, they're trying to give us average numbers when the companies aren't type thing. But he puts in a little summary paragraph in the article, which is interesting, which was highlighted to me by Destin Ligari over IGN on his own YouTube cha- channel. And it says... Xbox Series S outsells Series X across several key markets. This is very 
interesting. Yeah, it is actually. So I think that might be to do with the fact that maybe Series S is um, easier to get hold of because yeah, of the internals. That's definitely perhaps. one variable, yeah. Because you can get one on Argos right now if mm-hmm, you want to mm-hmm. in the UK. Um, it could be the fact that we've got a hundred million PlayStation fans who want Game Pass without paying four hundred quid for it or four hundred fifty quid for it. Very true. Very true. It could be uh, this is not you know this is a very minor point, but it could be the aesthetic and the smallness of the console. Yeah, I think it's white too, right? Yes, it is. So maybe some people didn't like the black and they preferred the white. I don't know. Those are just my quick thoughts. What do you what do you think about this, Jay? I think it also might be that some people don't necessarily want the 4K. They're not really fussed, mm-hmm. so they can just stick with 1440. They're not really fussed about it. I think they also might have looked into it and saw that it's probably just as powerful as the Series X, but just doesn't hit the same uh, resolution. So they're like, fine. I'd rather it just, you know, look decent, better than 1080 is fine for me. You know. Yeah, sure. It's obviously a lot cheaper, so people are going to probably be like, they, people haven't got as much money nowadays, so they kind of. Well, maybe they've got more money technically because they've had it saved from the last year or whatever. But you know, so some maybe some people have got less, some people have got more. It depends on what's going on, really. Whether they've had it parents lose a digital, job or whatever it might be. It could also be the digital only. Is it, digi- is it digital only? It's not a disc, is yeah, it? So, so okay, yeah. yeah, that could be another thing. Yeah, a lot, a lot less people are buying physical nowadays. So they just they That's looked true. at it and went, "Don't need the disc drive." Just pay cheaper. I mean, it is kind of the equivalent with the PlayStation Five with without disc drive. You know? But on your point, Jay, that you made. Yes. Um. Sorry. Did you want to? No. Good. Um. On the point that you made, we talk a lot about casual gamers, right? Do you think <laughs> sure. your your COD, your Fortnite, your Apex Legends, whatever uh, those players? Do you think they care about the 4K, the 60 frames? all that stuff. I'm pretty sure you can still get 60 on the S1440, though, right? Sure. So what I meant in more general was, do you think do you think they are just looking at, like, that's a cheaper next-gen console? Yeah, I think they'd about... rather just save the money and get whatever's uh, good enough, you know, yeah. rather than whatever's, yeah. like, in quotes, the best. Thing is, though, we're like nerds. But we're not like getting a new TV every two years. We're not getting. We're not going to probably. I'm not getting the mid-gen upgrade for this. You're right. You've the TV I currently have is the only TV I've ever bought myself. Every TV I've ever had before this has been given to me as a ham as a hand me down from a hand me down from a hand me down. You know. Right. So yeah, every TV I've had before has always been chosen for me. Whereas this one, I finally could afford to get something that I really wanted. You know. So yeah, I'm not going to be buying another TV again. Probably for like another decade, at least. Right. You know, right. I'm just 4K is good enough for me. I don't need anything better than that. I'm good. <laughs> I'm with you. Yeah, I'm with you, bro. All right, man. Well, that was the news. Oh, I have it here in writing. You got to tell me what that's from. Can you say it again, please? I have it here in writing. Scrooge. No, it's a very uh, niche. Uh, reference. Oh, it's uh, nice. No, Nanny McPhee. Oh, okay. <laughs> Do you not remember the the cook? And she says about how she can't have the kids come in the kitchen. Yes. And she has it here in writing. That's what she says. 
It's just like a very, yeah, very obscure reference. I remember the kick. She puts all like the potato peels in and it's disgusting. And yeah. Classic. Good film. Classic. A, a good film. It really is. Holds a, up. A pretty good film considering it's a copycat of Mary Poppins too. Like, I think it does pretty well. What do you mean? What do you mean? None of it fear Mary Poppins are the same, basically the same. Sure, yeah. That's what I'm saying, yeah. It's whatever. Whatever. It's whatever. All right, Jake, my topic this week is another DLC topic. Just oh. to differentiate ourselves from all those mainstream maniacs out there. So I'm going to talk about Doom Eternal, the Ancient Gods, okay, okay. which I played a few months ago now. It's not going to be a lengthy piece, but this to me, Jay, is another prime example of where DLC can not only act as an extension of the original game's mechanics and gameplay, but also okay. become an extension of the game itself. I'm not sure how many people have played The Ancient Gods. We've spoke about this, right? How many people actually played DLC that buy the game, right? Yeah, not a lot. I, okay, this is like a quick thing. Of the, yeah, let's say yeah. a million people buy a game, how many of those are getting a DLC? I think maybe, you're lucky if you get 50,000. I was going to say maybe 50,000 would be lucky, yeah. So, yeah, go on. <laughs> yeah, like that, yeah. I say like one tenth would be a good result from that. I think was that like five percent of them, fifty thousand for a million. Yeah, I think that's yeah, it's about five percent. That's actually not bad. It's not the best, but yeah, yeah sure. Go on. It's so interesting, by the way, that like the development time they take on that is justified through only fifty thousand people purchasing it. If you know what I mean. Still a decent amount of money. You know, let's say it's fifteen yeah, quid yeah, yeah. DLC times that by fifty thousand. Still a decent amount of money. Yeah, true. Probably true. covers it. <laughs> So, yeah, I'm not sure how many people have played it, but it literally is, in all the good ways, an extension of the game. And if you've played Doom Eternal and you like the, you know, like the campaign, you need to play this. Like, you, you need to play it. Because okay. in, my, in my mind, this is a standout DLC. I know I, I know I go on a lot about, you know, what I like and stuff, but that's just because I play what I like. And this, this DLC is sick. So... You've got three to four levels in each part. So you've got the Ancient Gods Part 1, the Ancient Gods Part 2. It picks up where the campaign leaves off. That's cool. Each part is about, I don't know, three hours, maybe four, maybe two. So what is it, like 12 hours total, 15 hours total? Yeah, yeah. Not bad. Yeah. I bought them, uh, I think I bought them on a season pass when the season pass was on offer. So that's why I've taken so long to play through it. Um. But it essentially concludes all the story beats that began in Doom 2016 and uh, Doom Eternal. So I've got to confess, Jay, if you were like, what's the story? I couldn't tell you, but I'm just, that's, I'm just telling you that, that's, that the story ends here, basically. Okay, so um, there's not going to be another one then? Yeah, that's... Can I, I might come on to that if that's okay. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Um, in terms of the gameplay, I think this DLC is a masterpiece. Okay. Uh, as I've told you before, I think Doom Eternal gameplay-wise is a masterpiece. And when I started Doom Eternal, you may not remember this, but when I started it, I thought I was bad at Doom again, oh. following from Doom 2016. But the game makes you learn it so that you become a master by the end of it, right? But the problem with that is, as soon as you finish the game, you're like, yeah, but I, but I just got good at it. Like, and yes, you can play through the game again, but like, I don't do that. So, um, fortunately, the muscle memory stuck with me quite heavily, which, again, is not usual, right? Um, so, And I found that out when I started this DLC. 
So the DLC really acts as an epilogue for the game in the sense that it extends upon what you've learned gameplay-wise, literally, okay? okay? So you've just become a master of the game and then the game throws the most, you know, the most difficult battles at you just to show you how good you are at this game. Okay. It's, it's, it's absolutely genius. It really is. Um, and then you can, and then it also concludes the story beats and, and it's got all the, all the elements of the formula, which you love. It's got the, the collectibles. If you like that, it's got, you know, little challenges and things. And I think they added some stuff to multiplayer. If you enjoy the multiplayer for doom eternal, um, but all in all, a very, very positive time, positive experience, would recommend, should buy it, support ID, ID, it supported, they're incredible I like studio. it a lot, yeah, because they did oh. uh, the first Rage game, I want to say. Yeah. And yeah. I really enjoyed that when it came out, yeah. yeah. I think it were actually way ahead of their time graphically. Yeah, like when Rage came out, it? that looked... Yeah. Incredible. Like incredible. Now it doesn't. I mean, it doesn't hold up as, as well, but it did look good back in the day. Well, I played it a few years ago, and I thought it held up well, but it wasn't yeah. three discs, mind you. What rage? Yeah. No, I still have it. It's not three discs. Mate, get that case, boy. I'm have to have a look in a bit. Yeah, I don't remember it in three discs. That's insane. Um. So to your point, Jay, are they going to do another one? I really, yeah. really, really don't know. I imagine they're going to do a new IP or something different next to just Hope so. get away from Doom. Yeah, do something, um, make something cool, make something original, you know. Yeah, sure. But use what sure. you've learned from the last. How long has Doom been in development? Like six years plus, maybe. Yeah, well, like Doom twenty sixteen <sighs> came out twenty sixteen. Yes. So let's say let's say nearly ten years. Okay, well there you go. Yeah, they've got ten years of experience to figure out something new. I kind of want it to like make the next level, you know. I feel like they've always been really good at making that next level graphically game. So I'm kind of hoping that they take the uh, the latest Unreal Engine and just you know figure it out, make something good, make something really really special. Uh, absolutely, I'm I'm really intrigued to see what they do next. Uh, to be honest with you, Jay, I wouldn't be surprised if we got some sort of no 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 wait. No, yeah. We might not get a trailer next year, but we might get a trailer for what they're doing in 2023. Probably, Which is actually yeah. quite depressing, but anyway. <sighs> yeah, because they didn't show off Doom Eternal for a long time. It felt like a long time. Okay. Anyway. So that's that, Jay. That's that's my summary. Any questions from the class? Um, the DLC. How long did it take yes. you to finish? Jay, I saw something the other day. Uh-oh. I think Xbox have updated their. Uh, God, what was it? <gasps> PlayStation have updated it so that you've got game time on each game. Oh, I thank God, because you can have that on Xbox, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just getting up to try and find I need it to you. check that later because there was like, there's so many play, play, PlayStation games that I wish I'd known how long it, you know, I'd spent without having to look in game or whatever. I think, Jay, I think it was about. 13 hours oh well okay for you to do it okay did you yeah. platinum it or whatever it was or you know get all the achievements or whatever so for the doom games i get the collectible achievements and all that kind of stuff but there is a thing where you have to play extra life mode 
and you have to have like five extra lives by the yeah. end of the campaign. Yeah. I can't be asked. I tried. I started doing that in the main campaign. I just dropped off because I just wasn't interested in doing the whole campaign just for that achievement. Sure. There's also some multiplayer achievements I haven't got, but aside from those, yeah, I, I um, I got you know the stuff. Okay. What was uh What was different about the DLC from the uh, the main game that made it stand out? Or was it just the fact that it was the same over again, but that's what made it so good? It was just much of the same already, you know? Like, they yeah, just sort of like. It's a cop answer, isn't it? But yeah, that is yeah. why, really. Like, it was because um, the main game was so good, it just sort of carried that on rather than made any innovation anywhere, right? Correct. Okay. Correct. Yeah, I like that. That's still fine. Which I know, like, that seems like an obvious route to go down, but. Um... But yeah, I think challenge actually. I think challenge. Like, I'm not sure if you know who these are, but there's enemies called marauders, which are a pain in the ass if you don't know how to deal with them. Okay. And I think you fight off against maybe three at once, or at least two at once in this DLC, which is like not easy, sure. even on easy. So it's just the fact that it was a challenge uh, made it more fun because it's sort of like. It made you prove yourself that you could actually do it also too, right? Absolutely. See, that Absolutely. that is the kind of thing I get from Dark Souls. Right. So you now know what you, it feels like to play Dark Doom, Souls. <laughs> but when you buy Doom, you don't have to start all over again. You don't have to in Dark Souls either. Of course you do. No. You get all the way back to the bonfire. No checkpoints. Well, yeah, but there's there's plenty of bonfires on the way. Yeah, but like the checkpoint on. is the most recent bonfire, and it's usually not that far away. If you die in Dark Souls in the boss, you got to make all the way back to the boss from the beginning of the bonfire. Yeah, but sometimes the bonfire can be really close; other times it can be a bit further away. But that again, it's just the challenge of knowing you can do it right and being able because it, it sort of forces you to be able to learn how to play it rather than just you know hoping that you can do it over and Don't over again. Really. You know? Yeah, sure. No, look, I know where you're coming from, bro. I know where you're coming from. I guess the thing for me is... Nah, that's invalid anyway. Yeah, forget it. Um, sure, no, you I, make a, you make a, I think no, that's no, all no, the questions a... I had. I'm glad you enjoyed it, though. You know, I like it when uh, when games that you like or love later on get DLC, and it, it's even it's as good, if not better. You know, I love when that happens. So. I'm glad. Yeah, man. Well, um, we both liked Odyssey DLC a lot, didn't we? And, uh, and uh, I still, I still fantasize about the Odyssey DLC. <laughs> that is legit a ten out of ten DLC. Though. Yeah, fair play. They're all brilliant. It doesn't get much better than that, does it? It really doesn't, no. Because it Do innovated you know? too. It made, it, you know, it changed things. It like, yeah, it wasn't the next level. It was just, yeah. I think um, you made the right call in playing that game over like a nine-day period, to be honest. Yeah, it was like nine or ten days, whatever it was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's insane. Jay, you want to talk about Godfall? Right, yeah. So, <laughs> you might laugh at me for this, actually, but Godfall is going to be... Uh, is is going to be the PlayStation Plus free game in December. Oh, right, okay. Um, which I didn't actually realize until after I bought it, but I'm not fussed because I don't oh, I don't want to pay for PlayStation Plus because I actually figured out if I pay for PlayStation Plus just so I could like even if I got the cheapest option, which I think was seven quid for a month, 
and then I bought the same things that equate to this uh, uh, Godfall edition. I think it would technically be cheaper, but I'm not fussed about that because I'm still glad that I, I own it. You know, I just have I mean, it now. Like, both, I'd rather just have it. We've, we've both been there. You know what I mean? I'm not, I'm genuinely not um, fussed. Like I'm just I'm just happy that I even managed to get it. Because it's like it's not like super cheap, but it's like more than half price off. So I wasn't ever going to buy it full price or even like twenty pound off. I had to wait until it was at least twenty five plus pound off. So I was like, "Yep, decent. I'll be getting that." So one half of me, Jay, is yes. like, "Great! I look forward to Jay playing through this, telling me all about it. You know, I'm intrigued to see what he thinks about it. It's a very Jay game." Mm-hmm. The other I was going to get it day one, but I never got bloody the PlayStation Five in time. <laughs> sure, this took me a sure. year to get back to around to playing it. The other half of me is about to shout at you because you haven't completed Red Dead Two, God of War, Horizon Zero True. Dawn, or True. Miles Morales, and you're about to start <laughs> playing fucking. I'm not, Godfall, buddy. I'm which, not going like, to be playing Miles Morales until until after Christmas. I don't think. So that's fine. I also have the Demon Slayer but, game, and I'll be playing that around Christmas time too. So, sorry, have you started Godfall yet? Yeah, I've just sort of like tested it out to see whether or not I actually like it. Which I mean, I was going to like it regardless because it's just all loot, you know. Like this game is sure. loot heavy. Okay. Like it is like super loot, loot, loot. I love it. A lot of like a lot of collecting resources. A lot of it's actually reminded me a lot of sort of like. Uh, it almost feels like a fighting game. You kind of have to like uh, learn how to uh, battle the enemies properly. Like they don't really explain a lot. I did skip over a lot, but they didn't really explain that much. You kind of have to like figure it out yourself. <laughs> I didn't necessarily like skip. I just sort of like I looked at what they said and I was like, yeah, that makes sense. But then i kind of have i haven't i haven't done it enough times for me to know if it's the proper thing to do yet that makes sense yeah like i think i'm only i'm about two and a half hours in and i'm probably only just now starting to really understand what the combat really is you know and i've still got plenty more to learn because i'm sure they'll add different enemies that have different things to do with combat you know and stuff like that it looks a bit like warframe to me yeah it's very similar actually in feel Definitely not mechanically the same, but feeling similar. Okay. It kind of feels like a more so sort it... of like cartoony, clunkier version of Warframe, <laughs> which isn't a bad Fair thing because Warframe's quite oh, zippy, okay. whereas this okay. kind of feels a bit more sluggish, a bit more armor heavy, you know. Right. Okay. So I actually don't mind. So I mean, are you bad. enjoying it? Is it good? Mm-hmm. Enjoying it so far. Because of the addition I bought, you get given. Like, you know how we were speaking a little while ago, they give you stuff early, you know, like, good stuff. Yeah. I'm kind of at yeah. that stage, but they haven't given, they've given me good stuff, but they've spread it across between now and level 50. So they're going to, every couple, every, like, nine or ten levels, they're going to give me some sort of new bit of loot that's, like, the best you can get in that specific category. But they're sort of spreading it across so that I don't get all the good stuff straight away. They're sort of, like, giving me, like, a one-up every ten levels, basically. Which I'm quite enjoying, you know. I've already got like a legendary sword that I'm just like. The thing is, even with like good equipment, doesn't necessarily mean that you're actually going to beat the game any better or be better at the game. The game still requires you to have skill. 
Like, even if it, with, like, a basic weapon, I'd probably do just about the same. But I'd still need the same level of skill to be able to beat it. I'm actually currently playing on hard, because I feel like I can, I, I can do it. I feel like I've got enough okay. of, like... I think, actually, weirdly, because um, I played Ghost recently, there's a lot of mechanics that are similar with, like, parrying and blocking and stuff. So I think because I played that, my reactions are a bit more tuned recently. So I'm not as sluggish as is probably what I would have been had I not played Ghost recently. Okay. So I'm very thankful for that. It definitely it, the, the game isn't easy. It's actually surprising. The combat is surprisingly difficult. It's easy to die, even on easy. So it definitely there is a challenge to it. Definitely. So it sounds like you're playing it for mainly for the gameplay, I'd say. Yeah, I'm playing it just because I know it's. it's so I'm, I'm playing it with the same sort of mentality that I played Outriders with. Right. Just loot, baby. I'm all about loot. I want to play Borderlands so bad, <laughs> or Wonderlands, I should say. Soon. Um, I'm all I about loot, man. Got an I'm a loot nut. Outriders got an update. It did. Yeah, there's like an expansion coming out for it or something. Wow. I can't remember what it's called, but yeah, I'm gonna have to check that out at some point. Actually, I probably won't because I haven't even finished the base game, so probably not. Anything it's actually a long game. Wanna... But... What about uh, Godfall? Sorry, you... yeah. Um, yeah, just that, you know, I'll keep the podcast posted where I'm at because okay. I'm not going to be playing it, like, consistently. I might play it a lot more over the weekend just so I can, like, progress and actually see what the game is because I feel like there's still a lot to unlock. And figure out. It also looks like one of those games that doesn't really open up until end game. So, and I feel like I could actually put a decent amount of time into this game. But it's it's more of a like, um, what's the way to describe it? Like it's almost like a a game that you don't like. It kind of has a similar sort of feeling what when I played Anthem. Like you know, it's not really going to be that special necessarily, but it's like. It's just like fun. It's just like stu- it's like fast, like the fast food of games. Like it tastes really good, but it's bad for you <laughs> to like sure. play it for too long. But I just want loot. Or I literally, I'm more. I just want to play a loot game. That's all I want to do. And also for the fact that I've been wanting to play this game for well over a year, and the fact that it didn't do well, but that it still got like a DLC, like it got an expansion. I want to like just you know experience everything. I want to get the full experience of Godfall. But because it's been out so long, I can just look at the resources material of what people have done since release and figure out what the best builds are and just, you know, get. I want to be able to like have like a really like max level character. Like it's almost similar to when I played Chaos Bane, you know, just grinding for loot. I love grinding for legendary stuff. And you know me, I'll put in the time. Oh, I know. Like I'll put hundreds of hours of in just to get one bit of loot. Oh, you I know? know. So I'm, I'm, know. I'm willing to do it. I'll do it. I'm looking forward to it. I want that red loot. I haven't gotten it yet, but I want some. Cool, man. Can't wait. I can't Jim, wait to get those stats, debate. man. Ooh, it's going to be gonna good. We're going to have a debate next week. Sure. Um, so the question, the debating question <coughs> I put forward for your consideration yeah. is seasonal games are good or bad? So, yes okay. or no. Now... By seasonal games, I don't mean games that we've played over the seasonal period. Do you mean ones that are during a season? Sorry. Yeah, go on, continue. I'll let you finish. Yeah, yeah. Nor um, nor games that are released during Christmas. Moreover, games that are set. Yeah, set. Okay. Sure, sure, sure. So, like Mars Morales is set at Christmas. Correct. Okay. I'm trying to think what other games are set 
around seasonal things. I think they're out there. I think they're out there. Would you say that... Um, what's that shark game that we played recently? Man Eater? Yeah, would you say that's set in the summer? Yes, I probably would, yeah. Okay. i say Sunset Overdrive is set in the summer. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. I think there are some more out there. I guess you couldn't say that AC Valhalla is set in any particular season because the game literally goes through seasons. Yeah, it does. Like, yeah. as the seasons change in real life, so does the events in the game. So, I guess technically it is seasonal because it changes, but I don't know. You could say Pokemon is seasonal because the seasons change in Pokemon too. I'll and you get that. you get different Pokemon that spawn depending on what season it is. Oh, that's a nightmare. And also you have a day and night cycle as well. So there's certain Pokemon that have different spawn rates at day and night. Is and it ones that don't time? appear until night time. Yeah, I think night time in Pokemon is 8pm to 3am. Who the hell's getting up at 3am? It's just so it, it, you know, you'd have to change the, the clock on your Switch, whatever it is. You know, It just lasts okay, a long amount right. of time. Fair enough. But you could just change the clock so, on your Switch and, you know, ch you know <laughs> do whatever. Which would you like to be, yes or no? Uh, what, that seasonal games are good or bad? Yeah. Uh, I'd say I'd like to say that they are good. Okay. I will argue for bad then. Okay. And we will present our findings next week. Sweet. I'm I actually forward to I'm, it. I'm fighting the battle a bit there, but, um, anyway. You what? I think I'm fighting the battle because I think I... Well, yeah, because we switch every time, don't we? Last week I had to, uh... No, I know, I know. So yeah, this time it'll be a little bit harder for you to come up with them, you know. Last week was difficult Jay, for me, but I enjoyed the challenge. The... Good, good, good. Where are we going? Um, I enjoy it too. Right, before Jay gets this game, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, that's my favourite bit. Is I, already know what, I think I already know what it is. <laughs> so the production team have pixelated some game covers. So it is quite a visual game. However, we try to make it as audio as possible. I've got three here with me this week, and Jay's got to guess the game based on the pixelated box art cover thing. Uh, first of all, Jay, what does this game look like? Uh, you know it. Actually, it took me a second. I thought it was something else initially, but then I got there. You know, I, I kind of actually thought that you might have been trying to trick me again, because last week the theme was like old games, right? Yeah. And this looks a lot like it could have been a cover for a game that came out in the 80s or the 90s, like a really old yeah, style, true. like Atari or like arcade game. But because I know what it is now, it's obviously not that. So, so to, uh, without like saying too much, it actually kind of looks like a Christmas tree. With and a think, blue background. Then, no, yeah, just sure. like the fact that you sort of almost got like a tier, like a oh, level yeah, almost that. kind of thing. Like it almost looks like it spreads out at the With... bottom, skinnier in the middle, and then super skinny at the top. It almost looks like a like a pine tree to me. Sure. And then there's just some sort of like weird yellow spattering sort of in the corners that sort of with a blue background. So you really honestly unless you like actually knew what this game was, you'd have no idea what this was. Sure. So I'm gonna make my guess. Do you want me to make my guess? Yes, please. I think this is Bully by Rockstar, if I'm not mistaken. It is Bully. Yeah. PS two, man. This game Can is such a it? weird I remember seeing this for the first time and going, I am 100% getting this game, and I still haven't played it properly. Really? Yeah, I, I think I might have only played it two or three times, and it might have only been a demo version, honestly. I watch people Jay, play I it on Twitch. This... People still play it on Twitch. 
first of all, Canis Canamedi is a cooler <laughs> name, but Bully makes more sense. Yeah. But um, also, Bully is a very marketing title, right? Yeah, but this makes more um, sense. I played this game for the first time and played it all the way through um, 2016, 2017, sure. um, and had a great time with it. So you might. I mean, they might remaster it and you can play it. I then. think that's what everyone's hoping for. People have been asking for the remaster for literally probably about what, well over a decade at this point. Yeah. So I'm, I'm kind of like maybe waiting for that. If I'm ever going to play it, I'm only going to play it in, a, in an updated version. It's a really great idea. Yeah. It is literally like baby's first I GTA. remember doing like the maths class. Yeah. Like I remember doing that. I remember having to like fight people. And then also having yeah. to like ride around on my bike, like there's some, you know. It's a great. I game. remember the idea just game. being so fascinating because I remember we were still in maybe middle school at the time, I think. So it just seemed like a really cool idea, but actually, it kind of looks yeah, like I a very dull were. game nowadays. Dull in the fact of it not being like a bad game, but dull in terms of like the color scheme and everything. Like it always looks like it's raining in that game. It almost reminds me of Heavy Rain, like it's just always dark. It's not. It's not as dark as you might. Is it ever sunny in that game? Like, is the weather any, any well, good? In that game? It's just always miserable. Looking. There are seasons in that game, actually. Funny yeah, okay. enough, I it think, just looks deliberate, you know. That's funny. Right, next up, Jay. Next up. Okay. Oh no! What the hell is that? I got to think if there's a if there's a theme. I'm guessing there's a theme, right? I ain't telling you if there is. Damn. I got I I I owe you an easy game on Guess Who's Review, but not on Pixel Perfect. I right okay. So weirdly, what does this, it look like? It honestly looks like Master Chief's helmet in a jungle. <laughs> like it looks like we've zoomed. It looks like we've zoomed right into his visor, and you can sort of see the visor with like the green around it, and okay. then in the background may or may not be a jungle. And then for some reason there's a yellow and a white spot, which I'm guessing is like the you know the age thing or whatever, and who it's made by yeah, maybe. I think so. Yeah. I'm also thinking it may be like if this is like an old game, maybe like PS2, Xbox 360 era. I'm trying to think of what games would have come out around then. I have a feeling I kind of should know what it is just because of the green background. I'm going to be annoyed at myself because I feel like I have seen this, but it's just not clicking right now. I'm not trying to catch you out, Jay, but can I have an answer, please? Oh, no, I genuinely don't. I don't have a clue. Nothing's I, I'm going to say Halo, but I know it's not. Okay. I'm just... No, okay, all right. It is, in fact, Jay, Shadow of the Colossus. Oh, I would have never got that. Oh, okay. Because right, I've okay. never played it, but I've watched, I've watched people oh, play it. Fuck, you know. Shadow, weirdly, I, do you know what? I, I hadn't heard of Shadow of the Colossus until when the remaster of whatever the latest thing was came out. The remake. Yeah. yeah. So I didn't know this game existed until the remake came out. This one completely skipped by me. Never, I'd never heard yeah, of it before. I just... I <laughs> My brother owned this, and this was one of those games which I knew he'd never let me borrow, but I knew that I was probably missing didn't out on something kind of thing. I'd never seen it advertised, oh, no. never nothing. I always thought it was weird because when people were talking about it online, I thought everyone was speaking about it like it was some nostalgic, like classic game. And I was like, I've never heard of this game before. How can it be that good? You know? Jason Masterpiece. Well, apparently, but I'm not a fan. Okay. I've seen we people play it. it. Well, I've seen people play it, and I'm not a fan of what the gameplay is. So. All right. Well, it kind of reminded me a little bit of God of War, but I think God of War is probably better. We're gonna move on. Last up, Jay. I think again this one. 
Oh yeah, I know what this is. <laughs> oh no! That was actually pretty cool. I like I like it. Like, I can even see it when I squint. I can. Try explaining that one. What does this look like? You know, it kind of looks like a big, almost looks like a banana. <laughs> Uh, yeah. with just sort of hanging like almost with like sunglasses on and he's just sort of lounging with like a, maybe a pool behind him or the sea behind him or something it's like a tree maybe like a bit, bit of foliage in the background that's kind of what it looks like even though I know it isn't that but that is kind of what it looks okay. like so this is uh, weirdly another, this is another game that people still want as a remaster mm. uh, and it is uh, Simpsons Hit and Run I think sure this is. might be one of the games that I've probably put the most hours into. Oh, okay. And I'm not even joking. I've probably put close to a thousand, if not more than a thousand hours into this game. Easy. Because I know I've put thousands of hours into Pokemon Leaf Green and Fire Red. So I know I've probably put at least a thousand into this. I Can played you this get game. everything in the game? Yeah, I've 100% completed this game. Oh, really? Yeah. I know. I probably, if I reckon if I played it right now, I, put, I could probably finish that game within a day. Like it's almost like muscle memory at this point. I literally, I'd just be able to know exactly where to go. Like I, I can literally, I can envision myself playing it in my head. Like it's that fresh in my mind. So, are you a big Simpsons fan? No, well, I used to be a massive one. Not so much nowadays, just because it's like not really what I'm doing at the minute. But yeah, this this was like a highlight. I played, I played this every day for like six or seven years. Like legit, I put hours into this game every day for years and years and years and years. Wow. Like it was just one of those games that was like a comfort thing, you know, like how Pokemon is. You could just turn it on and I could just drive around for hours. I would, a lot of time I'd just like get to a, a certain level in the game and just stay there. Just because it was my favorite level to drive around, you know. I think I only actually ever completed it like two or three times. We never sort of played like games like that anymore, Jay, you know what I mean? I don't think a lot of games are designed like that anymore. Oh, a lot of games nowadays point. are designed for you to spend money. Back then, point. you couldn't you couldn't monetize something like this unless it was the game itself. So the well, online just wasn't there. Though, it's because you had more time than than games to play, almost. If that makes sense. Yeah, I understand because you obviously couldn't afford as much, right? So yeah, yeah. So like you, you had used to, to hang be... out in levels you completed because like what else were you gonna do, kind of thing. You almost you almost had to like. Your brain was almost forced into having to enjoy something that you didn't necessarily want to, but maybe you just did anyway because that's all you had, right? Right, right. But yeah, maybe we'll go with that. <laughs> but Man, all I both, love this you game. know, like, oh wow, there you go. Oh, I really, really hope they do make a a, a remaster of this or a remake. I'm or buying something. it if they do. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Thing is, though, it's probably going to cost like thirty quid. quid. Yeah. Yeah. If it's anything more than twenty, I'm not going to buy it. Right, Jay, let's wrap up the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just want to end with a quote from Socrates. Himself. I'm glad you did that because Socrates is sort of like, he was already like one of my favorite people <laughs> in history. But having like had him almost as a friend in, in Assassin's Creed just made him that much cooler, you know. His right. personality Socrates. is amazing in that game. Yeah, yeah absolutely. The only true wisdom is in knowing you know nothing. Okay. I think there's a lot to be said about that. That's very Socrates, yeah. Like he he tends to like ask questions of you through questions. <laughs> like he tends to answer things without answering them, but actually answering them, but you didn't realise they were answered until like much later, you know. Yeah, he's he's a genius. It's, a, <laughs> it's um it's a really good point that like when you really think about it, you don't know anything. 
basically. Yeah, well, you know, what you do know is very limited in in the grand scheme of things. Right, right. So just enjoy what you do know. (laughs) Absolutely. And don't blame people for not knowing knowing certain things, too. Nick, Shadow of the Colossus. I'm just more disappointed you didn't play. Bringing it back around, okay? Callbacks. You know, Godfall... Shadow of the Colossus. I just I don't even want to go there, but I mean, if I know what I'd be rather be playing, you do you, you do you. I know what I'd rather be playing. Yeah, I know. I know. You know, Jay. That's it for this week. Yeah. Uh, thank you for your time. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think we warmed into it a little. You know, yeah, we got both there. a bit tired, but we we warmed into it. I'm pretty excited for the next like few shows. I'm excited. I think we'll probably. For the, I mean, I'm I'm not gonna be finished being excited until like maybe middle of next year. Like, yeah. I'm hoping that Wonderland is just gonna carry me through. You know. Yeah, I feel. I like. really, I have high hopes that Wonderland is gonna last us a good amount of time. Like me, it probably I'll probably finish it very quickly compared to you. Yes. Well, I think you. I mean, you'll probably do pretty well pace wise. But I think we'll we'll it'll be one of those ones that we maybe hopefully continue to play. I'm hoping there'll be some sort of option. Where we can play it online together and just you know, yeah, coast absolutely. and do certain things. I don't know. It would be nice yeah. if there was a multiplayer aspect, but the fact they added multiplayer in the most recent Borderlands thing, I'm kind of hoping they do like a D and D style, like multiplayer. Like I hope you could like play D and D, but as like a board game in game, as like a multiplayer option. Like it only lasts like half an hour at most, you know. Like that yeah, would be cool. next level amazing. But you could like bring yeah, your cool. build into it, and your build obviously change depending on how far into the game you were or maybe you had to like pick a class that was like a preset thing you know, something like that yeah that'd be cool just by the way a couple of things on one lands one i'm not going to pre-order it until i see a review that says it's not completely broken <laughs> okay which i think is fair enough yeah i'm going to wait a little Two, longer <laughs> um i think we both agreed um to like have a solo character and cop character anyway didn't we yeah that was the plan yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna obviously once I know what class I want to be with my solo and then what I want to be with my co-op, I'll then you know work around that. Yeah. See whatever's because it's weird. Like a lot of the time, I'll the first character I pick isn't always the one that I actually enjoy the most. Strangely enough, especially Borderlands Three. I think I put, I chose Amara first. She's probably one of my. She's my second to least favorite character. I think. Yeah, I don't like Amara, and she's my main. Yeah, Mose is my favorite, my but I didn't play her until I think. Almost last, you know, like third or fourth. So, you know. A couple of quick public service announcements. Um, me and Jay will probably record a couple of shorter episodes for over the Christmas period while we're probably off. Sure. So, we will hopefully have something go live during that period. Okay. Um, but like I say, it might be shorter, might be slightly different. I've got some ideas. We'll see what happens. Oh, Nick but with the ideas. Hmm? You got some ideas? <laughs> yeah, I have. I have. Oh, I have. to hear that. That'd be cool. Okay. I have. So, we'll see how that goes. Um, okay. But aside from that, we will see you all next week. Don't be lazy. Yarp. <laughs>